0: fantasy basketball love passion if you want to know more about these things keep listening you're now live with Ken Vernon here we go wow 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 wow, wow, wow. I'm so excited to be here uh thank you guys for tuning in uh. I do have my daughter here with me. She is in the room. So if you hear something that sounds like a child talking, that would be her, okay? Or her messing with the doorknobs. You're okay. She left. I think she got scared. So this week, right now, we're going to talk about matchups mainly. I mean, it's week three. It's so early in the season, yet so much has happened. I mean, it, it's it's fixing to be a really good season, right? Uh, This is, you know, to to give you an insight, in case you're tuning in and you're not part of the specific league I'm in, I'm assuming maybe eight or nine guys will listen to this, maybe only two, which is fine. But um, if if, this is reaching somebody else who doesn't know, this is talking about a 10-team points league of fantasy basketball, the NBA. And a 10-team points league Means it's really shallow, and and I think I mentioned this on my on my last podcast, which no one listened to, and the other one just taken down, no big deal. But uh, it's it's very shallow, which means we're constantly dropping and adding players. Which means the last three or four guys on your bench should be e- expandable. You know, you should be able to, or is it expendable? Expend expand expelliarmus, something like that. Um, but that's that's just how it is, right? So. Um, without further ado, let's just let's just kind of get into it. You know, go match up by match up, and Hi. that's what we're going to be. <laughs> we're, that's what we're going to be looking at this week. And we got some nail biters. You know, we have what one, two, three, four, five games every week. Uh, two of them very close between uh, Lolo, that's Team Williams, and Dwayne, that's Team Sprague. Uh, they're within fourteen points of each other. I mean, ten points of each other, and also. Uh, what is it, Nate and Joe are in a nail-biter. It's it's going to be good. We're, we're going to go uh, game by game, and I'm going to break it down by uh, fantasy teams. We're not talking about NBA teams. We're talking about fantasy teams here, and then we're going to talk about players, maybe players who they should add or drop, what's going on, who has a better chance to win, and stuff like that. So, so let's just dive into all right, so let's dive into the first matchup. We're actually going to talk about the Dirty Ball Grabbers versus Big Baller Brand and as you know or you should know, that's me versus Chris. And uh I have a lead over Chris that is insurmountable. Am I just making up words today? I don't I don't think that's a word, but uh he's not going to overcome it. He's he's not going to come back and beat me. I'm basically just coasting and fixing my lineup this week because I'm beating Chris that bad. Now, Chris is actually 2-0, so that's why it's special to me to beat him this week because he thinks he's he's the hot man on campus this year, but he's not, and I came to give him a reality check. Let me tell you some things about this little guy. Uh, His top performer this week is actually but quite a bit, uh, Nikola Jokic, who's actually really a beast. And, and he, has, he has Jokic and Antiquitiopo. So two of the best players in the league he's got. The only problem is, aside from them, he has all guys that I would literally drop. His next best player is... I, I'm looking, I can't even find his next best player. I guess Jarrett Allen is the second best player. I mean, Chris, what were you thinking during the draft? Ah, man, he spent so much money on these guys, just wasting away. Yeah, he might get lucky and win against a really bad team. Apparently, he he won twice, but it's just ridiculous. I mean, he has Kelly Oubre, who's been playing bad all season. He's picked it up a little, but he's still not what you want. I mean, I don't know if Kelly Oubre would stay on my team. Eric Bledsoe, who he just picked up. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is honestly one of his best players, and he literally just picked him up. That's how bad his team is. So, I'm really sorry. I mean, the rest of these guys, James Wiseman, I would drop James Wiseman. He's not worth holding on to. Josh Richardson kind of sucks. He's not the worst player in the world, I suppose, but he's up there. He's up there. Ah, I, I don't know. I mean, this week, he's he's really gotten a lot from uh, Giannis. Uh, Jared Allen actually has the same amount of points as him, but... Uh, that's kind of the price you pay for drafting so much, so high. So much, so high? You know what I'm saying. That's what you get if you're going to spend over half your budget on two guys. And you're going to get to play in a guy with a balanced team. My team's not amazing, but it's balanced. And I'm, I'm destroying him, right? Uh, so today he's got uh Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio doesn't even have a game. Yeah, he doesn't even have a full lineup in tonight. Well, he also has John Morant. Oh, I did forget about that. So, so that that that's a little little harsh for me to say that he's only got those two because he got John Morant. So he has he has these three, but unfortunately, so that that was most of his budget right there. Those three guys, which is still a lot, right? And then John Morant goes out, so that's one of the three pieces that he's got, and that's that's kind of it for him, right? So he's kind of screwed in that regard. So this game is kind of kind of out of hand here uh, as far as my team and my squad i've been making a lot of changes with my last few roster spots i just picked up lamello ball who he's really trending up recently if you look at uh, what he's been doing everything is pointing to him getting better right an increase in minutes an increase of usage um he's hanging around 30 34, 31 points uh, per game recently, which I like that. As long as he can keep putting that up, uh, I, I think he's only going to get better. And that's why I went and got LaMelo when I saw him dropped. And you'll notice Rozier and Graham's numbers are, are both going down, right? Where lamello is averaging 32 in the last seven games or seven days. But uh, Graham and Rozier are both averaging 24, even though on the year, their, their averages still look better. Uh, I have Gillis and Alexander. Uh, who's kind of picking it up. I'm still waiting for him to really like, really come through, you know what I mean? He's really not yet, but he will. Dylan Brooks is very droppable to me. Uh, Julius Randle is a beast. He's a man among boys, and he's playing on a terrible team and literally gets to do whatever he want. And then I have the whole Jazz team, uh, Go- Gobert, Mitchell, Conley. They've been uh, frustrating. Uh, Gobert's solid, but... The other two, I I want more from them. And, of course, Embiid, Murray, uh, Harris. Those are kind of my other stables. I mean, you can just tell that I have so many more guys who are good rather than when you look across at Chris and you go, wow. Okay, you have Giannis and Jokic and uh, nobody else. And he's starting to see why why I don't respect him as a human. I'm just kidding, Chris. Chris, I love you. Come on, man. Come on. Take a jump. All right. Um, Moving on, because there's not much else to talk about there. We're going to jump right into the next matchup. All right. So jumping into matchup number two, we're here to talk about uh, Nate, Team Elastigirl versus give me a second here. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm usually more prepared than this, versus Joe. Joe Dakinga, um, Team Wake and Blake. Clever name, funny, I get it. So, this week, uh, it's tough. Uh, right now, Joe has a slight lead on him, up by uh, less than 20. And I think it's going to be close. It's, it's going to come down to a few points. Tonight, Joe's going to actually take a pretty big lead. So he's got a full lineup, seven guys versus uh Nate, who's only got Marcus Smart, who is really not uh he really shouldn't I don't know. I was gonna say he shouldn't be rostered. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, I, I would keep him on my roster. He's fine. He especially with Kemba out. He's a he's a good, good usage guy. Of course, he's not gonna give you the flashy numbers that you love to see, but he's gonna fill it up. You know he's gonna get, you know. Around 10 points, he's going to give you some assists, some rebounds, a block or two, a steal, and that's the type of guy he is, so that's fine. He's also got Jalen Brown, uh, Brandon Ingram, and Kyle Lowry, so his four guys, even though uh, it's not a full lineup, those are decent guys. He also does still have a couple pickups. Uh, Honestly, yeah, Yeah. I know. Um, He has a couple, couple... places to drop and I don't know why he's not dropping Keldon Johnson I mean eh, yeah okay maybe don't drop Keldon Johnson but I don't know I'd drop Osman but that's just me I don't like getting behind either so if he's gonna play with just those four he's he's gonna go down quite a bit I mean Joe's guys are finally back from injury he's got Blake Griffin Wendell Carter Jr. who's actually kind of playing decent this year. Uh, maybe he'll keep it up. Vucevic, Anthony Davis, uh, Baisley, who's actually pretty good. I mean, that was a great pickup by Joe. Joe, I, I will say, I, I looked at him, and I was going to pick him up, and then I didn't. And I, I'm glad you are benefiting from him. I'm proud of you for that one. Uh, John Wall is actually going off the wall. I love the way he's playing. He looks good. Uh, I think not the smartest trade, trading Paul George for him, but uh, he's still going to help your team. And, of course, uh, Andy Wiggins, who kind of sucks, but whatever. So, yeah, Joe, uh, today you're going to go up by a little bit. Saturday, I don't see you losing the lead, but maybe maybe he comes closer to you. And Sunday, you finish out the week with another 7 Uh, guy lineup so honestly Nate I'm sorry little buddy but I don't see you winning this one I guess try again next week (laughs) right Uh, Nate if I had a bit of advice for you it would be to uh, drop somebody tonight make sure that it's somebody who's playing uh, Sunday too Um, maybe go and pick up your your boy DiVincenzo right I mean you traded for him why why don't you go get him again (laughs) see what I did there Moving into matchup number three. Uh, this is Slim Pickens, Chris Smith versus Ethan Kafila, team Voldemort. Uh, interesting game here. Ethan actually has quite a bit of a lead. He's up by over 130. Uh, maybe even 140. I'm really not good at math. Actually, yeah, it's it's literally 141.6. Um, so I also heard they have money on this game, and Chris, it's never smart to bet about your fantasy team because you're not a good fantasy player, so why would you do that? No offense to you or anybody you know, but you're just not good at it, but I I think maybe you're good at other things. You're a good, was it a youth pastor or something? You almost were good at basketball, kind of. I'm sorry, I'm getting off off subject here. So, back to the game, to the NBA players that we were talking about. Um, Ethan's going to take this one. There's not really that much to talk about other than Ethan. Drop Devontae Graham. He sucks. But, I mean, if you want to hold on to him, fine. That's a roster spot that you're filling with a bad player. And if you like that, then continue to be bad and be stubborn, you you little man. I mean, he's averaging 27 points on the season, which is fine to roster. But really, honestly, in this league, you should be looking at it like like, let me, this is this is the advice column right now. You should be looking at your team. And anyone under 30 for the season is jobable. And then what I would do is go seven-day stats and then look at that and then go, okay, if they're under 30 on the season, but in the last seven days they're averaging over 30, you keep them. I mean, that's not foolproof, but... That helps you get a read of what they're doing, where they're trending, right? Because NBA is a lot about trends, you know? Someone might start out bad. They might start getting more minutes. And this is something Dwayne actually kind of realized. You know, he was talking about Schroeder, who ended up dropping. But he was saying, hey, how am I going to drop him when he's averaging 30 minutes? I mean, yeah, that doesn't always translate to production. But a lot of times it does. And that's a smart thing for Dwayne to be picking up on. You got to be looking for guys who all of a sudden start getting a bump in their minutes and start producing more because of that, right? The point is, careful, honey. She ran into a box. (laughs) Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Take it. I'm going to have to be gone for disciplinary actions. So, anyway, the point is, I hate Devontae Graham. And he was actually great for me last year. Uh, the rest of Ethan's team is looking pretty good. Levine, uh, Siakam, and Valentunas, Kobe White was a fantastic ad. I applaud you on that, Ethan, because I really did want to pick him up. Uh, so good job on that one. Ah, man, I wanted Kobe White. Oof! Ugh. You know, I'm just kicking myself because those are the ones where you, you see the guy's name, you think he's going to be good, you pass on him, you pick up somebody else, and then you go see them just flourishing and doing great, and you just shake your head. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had a bit, a bit of the bounce-back game. Ethan actually has a really good team, and he's someone I'm scared of, scared of, scared to play. Sure, he doesn't have that huge end of star power besides maybe Sabonis, other than that, he's got a lot of um, good guys who aren't who aren't superstars, and I say that while he still has Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, DeRozan on his team, guys who are good, you know. Uh, so Ethan's gonna win this one pretty pretty handedly, and Chris, if I had some uh, advice for you, honestly, Chris, you're uh, I know I was I was kind of jokingly insulting your fantasy basketball. Uh your draft wasn't that great to be honest. I'm looking at your team and I'm honestly one wonder- oh, Luca. I'm like, where did all your money go? But it went to Luca and Zion, which is fine, but you need some help. I mean Van Fleet's good, but but other than that, man, whew Yeah, you got one, two, three, four, five. You have five guys averaging under twenty-eight points. Not good. And one guy who hasn't played a single game in Porzingis. So that's going to be hard to win games like that. You're going to have to shake it up and get some guys who are averaging over 30. And you're going to need some help. I see you making moves. You picked up Tim Hardaway Jr., who I wanted. You pick up Eric Bledsoe, who I wish I had room for. Those are going to be good guys. And those are guys you might actually be able to keep on your team all year. Uh, Eric Bledsoe probably more than Hardaway, who's a little more inconsistent. But you're you're doing the right things, you're out, you're making moves, uh but I think you're missing a few pieces to be to be in that next level. But then again, you you're scoring decent. You are uh one and one, so you're you're sitting you're not terrible, you know. You're gonna be the middle middle of the pack and I think you're gonna be a contender most weeks, but I wanna see more from you, I and mean, if you wanna be guys like Ethan or me or Max you're going to have to figure something out and maybe bamboozle somebody, if you know what I mean. But um, that's kind of all I have for there. Uh, Chris, you're going to be out, what, 10 bucks this week? No big deal. You got it. Now, jumping right into the next matchup, we're going to talk about Jason and Max. Now, this is by far my favorite matchup of the week to watch. Um, It's weird because they're both 2-0. And I don't root for either of these guys to win because... I like them both, but I want to beat them both, right? But I, I do have a slight favoritism to Jason because I've known Max longer, and he's always just been kind of this rival of mine. We've always competed in everything we've done. So I love to watch him lose, you know? And Jason has uh, a nice nice 50-point cushion so far. And today, it's going to be close. man. I gotta make sure all these guys are playing real quick here. But if Jason has a has a full lineup and Max has a full lineup, I'm leaning towards Jason actually. Um why can't I click on this, Mama? Okay. Yeah, so Steph and Darion are still questionable. I don't see Darion playing. Uh oh, that's Darion Fox and Steph Curry. What is going on with him? He's tweaked his ankle. What an idiot. What an idiot. So, yeah, if those two guys are out, Jason, you need help. Now, the really, really, really smart thing about Jason is he has two guys on his bench who he's already picked up for other games that are ready to play today. So all he's going to do is plug those two guys in so he's going to have a full lineup either way. Obviously, it's not the kind of production you're going to get from Fox and Curry. He's plugging in uh, Tyrus Jones, who is going to give him 20, you know, he's going to give him 20, he's going to give him like nine points and like five assists and like four rebounds, which is fine, and then um, bang or dang from uh, Minnesota, who's going to give him another another 20, so he's going to be getting 40 points instead of a possible, you know, 80 from these other guys, so he's going to lose uh, quite a bit on there, and the rest of his lineup, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Gordon Hayward, Drew Holiday. Harold, those guys are good. And don't forget about Devin Booker, who he has. And Devin Booker is actually from Max, I believe. So I think that would be hilarious if Devin Booker really goes off on Max tonight. It would be the biggest slap in the face. Because if you look at Devin Booker's uh, recent games, it's frustrating. If I was the Devin Booker manager, man, I mean, 34, 38, that's not what you want from Devin Booker, someone who was leading the league in scoring for a lot of last year. I mean, he's... He's a phenomenal scorer, and he's putting out kind of bland games, and you just want more from him. So I'm hoping this is kind of the week that he gets it going. On the other side, Max has Westbrook, who is probably going to sit tonight. I can't remember what he's got going on. He dislocated his finger. Oh, so maybe he won't play. Um, Who knows? Was it a back-to-back for him? No back-to-back, so uh, he could play. He probably will play. I mean, has Westbrook ever really set out a game? And we got Paul George, Barrett, who's probably one of the worst basketball players I've ever seen. LeBron James, Mitchell. Ooh. So Max Max actually made a lot of moves, which which I'm I'm not surprised at because he's always uh, scouring through waivers, finding the best. And Mitchell Robinson and Aaron Gordon, who uh, I dropped Aaron Gordon. Those are good pickups. Those are guys who are probably going to stay on his roster for quite a bit. Aaron Gordon really shouldn't have been on waivers, but he is a, one someone who's averaging under. 27, you know, 26.9, and he's gonna he's gonna hover around there. He's not gonna ever average 36, you know, which is what I'd like him to be at. But but he's gonna give you games where he scores 28, and he's gonna give you games where he scores 11, and that that's kind of that's kind of where where he'll lie. But he does have uh, upside where you see him two games back scoring 45 fantasy points. So smart pickup um, as far as Max, whole team, it's actually pretty good. And I, I hate to admit that, but he's got a lot of good guys. And he's only got one, two, three. He's only got three guys averaging under 30. Oh, man, that just pisses me off. But it's a good team, and you can't really be too mad about that, right? Uh, on the other side, I do want to jump back, because Jason has one, two, three, four, five guys averaging under 30. So just think about that when you start to see the differences in, in teams and how they're made up. That that's gonna gonna come into play here. Also, they're both at six acquisitions, so only one more for both of them. And Max has the advantage for Saturday and Sunday. So this one could end up swinging back to Max. Uh, it's gonna largely depend on what happens tonight. If Jason can stick with him, he might be able to. Hold it out. Uh, Sunday is Sunday's going to really, really kill him. If Steph plays Sunday, he's going to have a good chance, I think. But if Steph is out, uh, it's, it's going to be rough. Yeah. So my prediction is Max does end up pulling this one out like he's really good at. So, yeah. yeah. What, honey? All right, so this is the last game we're going to talk about uh, today. Team Williams versus Dwayne Sprague. Dwayne also I'm so proud of you man you're always going out you're always getting guys you're involved this is why I so heavily recruited you for the league even though you said I don't like basketball I don't want to play I knew how dedicated and competitive you are and you're showing it man you beat me week one you're not gonna let that go and I get it but I am proud of you and um you also did lose the next week, and you're going to lose this week, to a guy who's hardly setting his lineup, hardly picking up guys. And I say that, but I know he is, and, and he's trying. And he might not even have to try that hard because he has a good team. I'm talking about Lolo, D'Angelo, the little man Russell. His name's not Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, that's what I'm talking about. He has Harden. He's got Aiden, Paul. Durant, who's missing time. Actually, now that I'm looking at his team, it kind of sucks. I mean, Harrison Barr, what is he doing? He's got one, two, three, four, five, six guys under 30. Ugh, I mean, uh, 27s for Turner and Drogic, guys like that. See, and guys like that, I wouldn't drop Turner, but if you look at Gordon Drogic's last games, I dropped Drogic. I don't. I don't know. I mean he's kept him for a while. Miles Turner. He's pretty good. I don't know how his average is that low. He must have had some really bad games to start, but I'd keep him. Um PJ Washington's jobable. Harrison Barnes is more than jobable. I'm hoping that's a recent ad, December 14th. Jeez. How do you roster someone for that long who's that bad? But um, you know, that's that's his his prerogative, you know, whenever, man. So this game is within uh, 10 points, uh, 505 to 514. And while we're here, let me just talk about the spread for this week. We got Lolo coming in at 505 points. And then uh, Ethan, who's got 878. How do you have 370 more points than him? Like, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Like, that's a huge swing. That's not just a player or two. That's not just a day or two. That's like a lot. I don't know. I I just can't believe the, that big of a swing. I don't know what's, what's playing into that, but it's something. So today they both have um, full lineups. I don't know if I mentioned that, but they do. And I'm looking at these lineups. Oh, man. That's weird. They both have weird lineups. Really good star power and some bums, you know. Bagley, Halliburton for Sprague. I do think Sprague's going to actually um, stay up today, even though Williams does have Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Sprague's going to gonna stay up today. He's actually going to pull away by probably 50 tonight. Uh, he'll be up by 60 going into Saturday. And they both have full lineups again. How is this even possible? So Friday they have full lineups. Saturday they have full lineups. Maybe they're going to catch up to Ethan. Who knows? Um, and they're really similar lineups in the fact that I think Sprague is going to win again. Uh, so I think he's going to be up by probably 80 going into Sunday. And Dwayne does have a shallow, shallow day on Sunday. He's only got Tatum, Wood, and Murray. And he's only got one more acquisition left. Williams has Dragic, Harden, Durant. If Durant plays and Harden has a good game. And he's got Harris, and he's got four more spots to get. If he drops guys like Harrison Barnes, if he drops P.J. Washington and picks up two guys who are playing Sunday, he has a chance to, to make it a game Sunday. And I'm predicting he's going to be down by, you know, 50 to 80 going into Sunday. I know that's a little bit of a swing there. and Maybe I'm wrong, but that's, that's kind of my predictions here. I'm going to real quick take a look at Dwayne's team. If I can. I always forget. So I click on scoreboard and then you can't can't click on teams from there. So you gotta go back into matchup. Click on the team. Uh I mean he's got he's got a good team. And I honestly I thought this when I was watching uh the draft, when I was part of the draft, I was thinking, man, Dwayne's playing it like I did. So I held my money. I didn't wanna spend over thirty. Dwayne spent a little more than that on guys, but he also got great guys. I mean he got A Bradley Beal for 42, who's just having a phenomenal season. He's averaging 48 points. He's got Chris Middleton, who's just really, really, really solid and consistent. He got Jason Tatum, who's fantastic. And he also got Christian Wood and a trade. And then picked up guys like DeJounte Murray, who's just playing pretty phenomenally. I mean, he had a bad stretch there with Derek White. And Derek White went right back out, right? Um, Dwayne has a good team. And he is going to be hard to beat. And um, I lost my train of thought. But I think he is going to win this week. So there you have it. There's just a little, little snippet of what's going on in, in the league this week as far as matchups, what I'm looking forward to. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, real quick, I'm going to hop over into waivers and let you know a guy or two that I think is worth snagging. Eric Gordon is not. I would leave Eric Gordon there. He's always going to be a high-point scoring uh, guy who's not going to give you much, and I would leave him. Terrence Ross is someone that I would love to pick up, and I probably will pick him up. Uh, Kyle Anderson is worth rostering or at least looking at. And aside from that, I'd leave everyone else there. Justin Holiday's is actually a guy I'm looking at. I'm keeping an eye on Justin Holiday seeing if he keeps it up because if you look at that Indiana team they're 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 looking for something especially with TJ Warren out who was able to take a lot of shots, able to score a lot, Justin might be taking over that role so I'd keep an eye on him. So that's kind of kind of just some some extra thoughts there. I think that might be it for today. And next time I hope to be interviewing somebody which will give us a whole new dynamic a different voice. And that's exciting. I think Jason's up first as the leading uh, scorer for week one. Jason, I'm looking at you. We're going to have to get together soon, and we're going to have to record something. All right. Take care, and remember, fantasy basketball is love and passion in life or something. I don't know.